Hi, I'm Dr. Andy McGuire, and I'm running for governor of Iowa. I come from Waterloo, Iowa, from a family of eight. My dad was a World War II veteran, came home and started a construction machinery business, and my mom stayed home with us. And the reason I talk about that is I learned about caring for others growing up. I learned about if a person was sick, we went and took them some food. If, if somebody was down on their luck in our community, the community got around them and got them back on their feet. That's why I became a medical doctor, because I could see the power of caring about someone, especially when they're sick or injured. But I've been to all 99 counties, and I'm not hearing about that caring as much as I used to. I hear people say that they can't get a fair shake and they can't get ahead for their families. And honestly, they feel like the government is putting profits ahead of people. Well, I want to change that. As a doctor, I took an oath to put patients first, and I will always put people first. I want to make sure that every Iowan feels like they can be the success they want to be. As a doctor, I talk a lot about health care. I talk about health care is a right, not a privilege, and that's important that every person feel like they have affordable, accessible, quality health care in this state. And right now, with this Medicaid privatization, we are not making sure every Iowan has that access. We've actually limited access for 600,000 of our citizens to their health care. Talk to a dad, he has a special needs son, and he may have to put him in an institution because he can't get the care he needs for his son to keep him at home from Medicaid. That's not taking care of every citizen. I talked to a mom and she has a disabled daughter. She has to drive an hour and a half to get the health care for her child. That's not caring about every citizen. I will make sure that Medicaid comes back into the state, that we end this privatization, and that we make sure every patient can be taken care of in the way they should be. I also want to make sure every provider gets their reimbursement and that we are fiscally responsible, which we're not being right now. I talk a lot about mental health, substance abuse, and addiction. It's, it's very personal to me, and I'm going to guess all of you have a friend or family member who's suffering. And yet we're 50th in mental health beds, 47th in mental health providers, and we've honestly turned our law enforcement into our first-line mental health providers. And God bless them, but they want to keep people safe, but they have to take people to emergency rooms or to, emer or to jails, two of the worst places for someone in crisis and very expensive. What if we took that money and put it into community mental health resources so we could treat this disease and get people better? Isn't that a better way to take care of our citizens? I have a mental health plan on my website. It's McGuire for Governor. It's 17 pages, seven points, and it's a start to address this mental health substance abuse crisis. I also talk a lot about women's health. As a mom of five daughters, as a doctor, as a woman, I will make sure we fund Planned Parenthood so that women's health gets the resources it needs. I will also make sure that we do not have the kind of laws that get between a woman and her doctor. That's a promise from me. I also talk a lot about public education. You know, that's how we all become successful. I would not be a doctor except for a public school teacher who pushed me and made me more than I ever thought I could be. I'd never even seen a woman doctor. That's why we need to have that great public education. We need to respect our public educators and we need to give them the resources they need to teach our kids in every zip code in Iowa. World-class education is how we're gonna move forward. I'm also a scientist by training, a chemist and then a medical doctor. I'd like science back in our government. You know, climate change is a scientific fact and it's a problem we have to tackle head on. 
I'm also discouraged right now about this sexual harassment culture and this anti-woman culture we have in our state house. We need to change that. And as a woman and a leader in that area, I will make sure that we don't have that kind of unequal treatment and devaluing treatment in our government. So why am I doing this? Because I have seven kids and one grandchild. And I want my kids and grandchildren and your kids and grandchildren to be stay right here in Iowa and be successful. I want them to have clean air and clean water. I want them to have affordable, accessible, quality health care. I want them to have that world-class education. I want to make sure that they have clean air and clean water because that's the Iowa I see for our kids and grandkids. That's the governor I want to be. It's Andy McGuire for governor. I hope I can earn your support. Thanks so much. My name is Jake Porter and I'm running for Governor of Iowa as a Libertarian. I'm a business consultant from Council Bluffs. I've ran for Secretary of State in 2010 and 2014. This year the Libertarian Party has the, our first primary in the history of our party. We won this by doing well enough in the 2016 presidential election to earn our spot. So now we have a primary just like the Democrats and Republicans. Now, the question I often get is, what do libertarians believe? Well, I often say that uh, we take the good from the Democrats and Republicans and throw out the bad. Democrats tend to believe in more personal freedom, but less economic freedom. Republicans tend to believe in more economic freedom, but less personal freedoms. Libertarians believe in maximum personal and economic freedoms. We believe that you should be free to live your life as you see fit, so long as you're not harming anyone else. I'm running because I'm concerned about the direction of the state. I'm concerned the fact that we have these massive budget crises that uh, have happened for the past few years. The state cannot pay tax refunds on time, money that they owe taxpayers because they don't have the money in the treasury. I'm concerned to watch government services being cut mid-year after the budget's already been set because the money is not there. I'm concerned because we have things like rape kits not being tested. We have things like the sexual abuse hotlines being uh, cut. And also, we have problems with mental health facilities closing. We have things that are pushing more costs down to the county governments because the state is no longer paying for them. And a lot of this has happened because the state has not budgeted properly but also because the state has given out millions in corporate welfare to financially sound corporations so they can improve their bottom line. We have increased taxes on the poorest Iowans while giving handouts to big business. I think this needs to end. I think we need to stop stealing from the emergency funds when there's no natural disaster, there's not been a farm crisis, just because we haven't budgeted properly. I think we need to take a look at every government agency in the state of Iowa and find out what can be consolidated, eliminated, or made more efficient. I don't believe that we have had fiscal responsible policy in Iowa for a long, long time. I'm also concerned about things like criminal justice reform. We have a problem in the state that people serve their time and pay for their crime and they do not get their voting rights restored. 
If you have served your time and paid for your crime, your voting rights should be restored with the exception of voter fraud. We have issues with prisons being overcrowded and a lot of issues also with people with substance abuse that are afraid to get the help they need because they're afraid they'll be prosecuted. They're afraid they're going to have their families taken away. They're afraid they're gonna lose their economic opportunity for the rest of their lives. We need to make sure that we are helping all Iowans. I plan to be a governor for all Iowans, regardless of race, gender, sexual orientation. None of that matters to me. I want to be a governor for everyone. I ask for your support in the primary and your vote. Hi, I'm John Norris, Democratic candidate for governor of Iowa, asking for your support on June 5th in the Democratic primary. I grew up on a farm down southwest Iowa by Red Oak. Went to work for Tom Harkin out of college. Still one of my most, most proud moments in politics in Iowa was electing him to the U.S. Senate. Without him, we would not have the Americans with Disabilities Act that's improved the lives for so many Americans. I was the state director of the Iowa Farm Unity Coalition during the farm crisis in the 1980s. I've seen suffering in rural Iowa. I don't want to see it again. I ran Jesse Jackson's campaign for president in Iowa in 1998 and learned that the rural-urban divide is not our biggest concern. It's that increasing divide between the haves and have-nots, both our inner city and in rural Iowa. Addressing economic disparity is where we should focus. I was a rural restaurant business owner in Greenfield, Iowa. I was the state Democratic Party chair in 1998 when we elected Tom Vilsack as governor. I had the honor of serving as Tom's chief of staff. So I have some experience in cleaning up messes left by Terry Branstead. We're gonna have a bigger mess in 2019. I also was chairman of the Iowa Utilities Board, where when I left, Iowa was the national leader in energy efficiency and, and renewable energy. And I was honored when President Obama appointed me to the Federal Energy Commission with the task of battling climate change and advancing renewable energy and energy efficiency across America. I represent the U.S. at the United Nations for, for agricultural policy. I, I'm worried about our future. I'm worried that we're losing connection with the values that make Iowa great. That love and respect for the land, that sense of community and caring for each other, and that fundamental belief that public education is the great equal opportunity provider for everyone in our state. Some key pieces of data we should recognize. Nearly half the babies born in Iowa today are born eligible for Medicaid. Free and reduced lunch has nearly doubled in the last 15 years in our schools. That's a whole new set of challenges for our classroom teacher, the bedrock of our public education system, where nearly half of our students are arriving every day either food insecure or from a single parent home who's working 60 hours a week to make ends meet on low wages or a substance abuse home or a domestic violence home. We are not equipping our schools and teachers with the resources they need to make sure every child has a chance to succeed. We have a lot of new English language learners in our schools today, which is great for Iowa that we increase diversity and welcome new immigrants. But that's another set of challenges for our schools. Now here's the kicker. One in five children we know will have some form of mental health illness. Even more profound amongst those children coming from stressful home environments and we have no children's mental health system in the state of Iowa. I talk to businesses and manufacturers around the state. They have a hard time finding workers, trained workers. But our chief economic development strategy is to lure out-of-state businesses here with tax cuts, which undermines our fiscal capacity to invest in our children and our future. 
It's a non-sustainable strategy. We should make sure every child who's not going on to college gets job skills and life skills training in high school and earning a paycheck before they get out of high school so they can see an economic path forward for their future. And for those children who want to go on to college, we have to bring down tuition rates and make college affordable for every child in Iowa who wants to advance their education to help their opportunity also expands our opportunity as a state. We also have to clean up our environment. We have to change the culture and practice of farming so our farming is sustainable and rebuild soil health and clean up our water. Too much nitrates and phosphates are getting into water supply and threatening public health. And the livestock feeding operations, these confined operations, are polluting our underground aquifers as E. coli seeps into the fractured bedrock and ruins a lot of fresh water supply for Iowa. The profits from those livestock corporations are going out of state. We're left with the mess to clean up. That has to change. We can build a better future for Iowa. We've got to address the serious mental health needs of so many Iowans. We've got to end this privatization of Medicaid, which is hurting our most vulnerable citizens and chasing providers of mental health care and health care from our state, from an unfair system that hurts our most vulnerable Iowans. We can build a better future if we start with reconnecting on those values. That love for the land, sense of community, and making sure we have the best public education system in America. I won't accept mediocrity for public education. We should be the best again. It is the bedrock of our future. So I ask you to join me on June 5th to turn this state around and end the control by wealthy special interests and corporate lobbyists who are running our government today. And that we have a government that works for the people. Hey, this is Marco Battaglia, and I'm running for governor of Iowa. You can vote for me in the June 5th primary, and as well as my running mate, Farika Robertson. I was born and raised and educated in Des Moines, Iowa. Went to Woodlawn Elementary, Meredith Middle School, and, and Herbert Hoover High School. Actually found out uh, through, we met through activism and work in our communities, uh, but my running mate Farika and I are both graduates of, of Hoover High School. So you have two Hoover High grads on, on one ticket here. And um, we're, we're running on a platform of medical freedom, agricultural freedom, and economic freedom. As far as economic freedom, we're, we're championing a complete phase out of the income tax and we want to simplify the tax code in Iowa immediately and we want to have urgency there because if we don't do this soon in, in this cycle, um, Iowans are going to be paying more taxes for worse services, for less services and we really want to, to work against that and, and um, as far as agricultural freedom. We, we want to champion uh, hemp and, and cannabis freedom and, and end a prohibition and, and rein in the war on drugs. But we also want to foster an environment of innovation in Iowa farming, uh, more fair competition between different types of fruits and vegetables, more perennials, cover crops, uh, we want to champion the nutrient reduction strategy out of Iowa State University. We believe uh, that we can get Democrats and Republicans to, to agree that we're really in the best position to come in and do that. 
and, and really pitch uh, and champion that nutrient reduction strategy. We, we believe in it and we believe in improving water quality, uh, uh, soil conservation, and, and really that uh, more competition is going to be what's best for our pollinators, our soil, and, and our water, and our farmers. Um, as far as medical freedom, we want to foster an environment um, that uh, has more competition, um, we want to end certificates of need so we can have more facilities and, and more hospitals, more medical jobs. Um, we want to review occupational licensing and, and modernize that. Um, there's actually a senator in Nebraska, Laura Ebke, that has just gotten um, occupational licensing reform there. And uh, this is something that's going around all, all around us. And she's actually a libertarian senator really leading the, the charge there. And um, we also want, we do want uh, to champion uh, people needing cannabis as medicine. Uh, we've heard from hundreds of thousands of people at this point since we started our campaign of people that really want uh, just the freedom to be able to use um, these items if, if that's what they think is gonna be best for them. Um, and uh, you can learn more about our campaign at www.marcoforgovernor.com. You can send me a question, I'll respond to you. And um, really, I'm, I'm hoping for your support in the primary on June 5th. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nate Bolton. I'm the state senator who represents East Des Moines and Pleasant Hill in the Iowa Senate, but I actually grew up just south of here in Columbus Junction. My mom and stepdad still live on a heritage farm just outside of Columbus Junction. My dad came out of Bandag Tire Plant in Muscatine where he was a union leader and still is active with the Steelworkers Union today. My grandfather spent 20 years at Rath Packing House in Columbus Junction as a chief union steward on the floor standing up for workplace rights. I've been proud to continue that tradition of standing up for working families as an attorney for 12 years, representing injured workers and workers' compensation cases, people wrongfully terminated, victims of sexual harassment in the workplace, and labor unions as they negotiate fair contracts and quality wages. I've been proud to also stand up to the Branstead Reynolds administration as an attorney, doing what we needed to do to stand up to this administration as they marginalized some of the most vulnerable citizens in our state. I didn't wait for Terry Branstead to leave for China to start taking on Branstead and Reynolds, and I have proven that in the Iowa Senate as well. As a state senator, I've taken on tough causes for working families in this state, staying up and leading the floor debate all through the night when they sought to take away workplace rights from those an answering the sacred call of public service in our state. Our teachers, our firefighters, our police officers, our public hospital nurses, our social workers and corrections officers, the people we need educating our children, keeping our communities safe and secure. I've been proud to stand up for those tough issues and I haven't been alone. We've seen thousands of Iowans standing up for what they believe in because we do have core beliefs that unite us, not just as Democrats, but as Iowans altogether. Our belief that our economy is stronger than the amount of coupons we can hand out to the wealthiest corporations on the planet. But really it is our people, the most educated, skilled, productive workforce in the world. 
and our need to make sure that wages and benefits reflect the quality of the work that those working families are doing every day in our state. Our belief that our state has always uh, tried to be a leader in public education. Uh, World-class schools have been an Iowa value for generations, and they can and should be uh, the envy of the nation again. Our belief that our soil and water can not only feed the world with agricultural production, but also ensure safe drinking water and promote wildlife habitat for a quality of life. These things are not urban versus rural fights, they're not Democrat versus Republican fights. They are true core Iowa values. I've been proud to stand up to this administration time and time again when they've threatened some of the things we value most as Iowans. But if we're going to win this election in 2018, we have to do more than just talk about the things we are against. We have to have a positive vision forward for Iowa's future. I say it every time I speak, and I've traveled to 99 counties in this campaign. I believe the 2018 election is going to be a fight for the soul of our state. We determine what Iowa looks like in the long-term future with the actions that are taken here in 2018. Think about what Iowa can look like if we had the same opportunities that Branstead and Reynolds had this past two years. One party control of state government, rather than shutting down mental health facilities or privatizing Medicaid or taking away rights from working families or limiting benefits for those injured on the job as they strive to build our economy the right way. Think about what we could look like as a state for the long-term future if we invested in schools as a real priority, if we embraced the problem of climate change as economic opportunity in our state and took advantage of the lead we have on renewable energy and made it a real priority for economic development with Iowa-built wind turbines and solar panels and investment in biofuels. Think about what our communities would look like across the state if instead of giving companies like Apple $20 million in tax incentives, we took $20 million and invested in 260 Iowa communities with Main Street grants partnering local resources with state resources to build those communities for the long-term future. If we invested in value-added agriculture and other technologies that we are poised to succeed on here in Iowa, if we got back to the true promise of making sure that every child in this state has a world-class education, regardless of where they grow up or who their parents are, we know as Iowans that we cannot build the future we want by accident or default. We have to be intentional about it. It takes a vision, and I'm someone who has done everything I can in the Iowa Senate to show a plan of action. I've offered legislation like paid family leave, uh, equal pay for equal work, restoring and expanding public sector bargaining rights, doing the things we need to do to invest in Iowa for the long term. I believe Iowa's best days are ahead of us. We just have to make sure we take action on that. Iowa values haven't changed. We just need leaders to fight for them again. I'm Nate Bolton, and that's why I'm running for governor. Hi everyone, my name is Ross Wilburn and I'm running for governor of Iowa. I'm asking for your support in the June 5th primary election and please check us out on Facebook or our webpage, letsbeiowa.com. Let me tell you a little bit about myself and why I'm running for governor. You see, I'm a little different than uh, my colleagues running in the Democratic Party. You see, I've been the only one who's been elected uh, to an executive leadership position in government. I was mayor of Iowa City and served on city council for 12 years. So I know what it's like to take a vote on an issue like a local smoking um, in restaurants banned before the state did to take the public hearing, 
uh, to make the vote and to face my neighbors the next day, some who supported, some who were against. But all in all, they respected the decisions that, that, uh, that I made, and certainly I respected them. I worked at the Crisis Center of Johnson County as well as United Action for Youth. So I know the importance of having uh, critical mental health care services as well as uh, supportive youth services for teenagers and their parents. I worked with volunteers and so I know the power of, of neighbors helping neighbors. We did that at the Crisis Center. You all helped us do that during the tornado and the floods. And as part of that, uh, I think that is involved in our campaign theme of Let's Be Iowa. So let's be Iowa. Let's vote people into office that are going to make decisions that benefit all of us and not just the top 1% of the economic strata. Strengthening urban and rural economies is part of what I do at uh, Iowa State University Extension and Outreach. I'm the Associate Director of Community and Economic Development. I'm also the Diversity Officer, so I work with our staff in all 99 counties, including uh, young people, so that they know how to work with uh, people that have a different cultural background from theirs, whatever that might be. As a mayor and city council member, part of what we did was, uh, well, as mayor, I signed the 2007 U.S. Mayor's Climate Protection Agreement. I worked with the Sierra Club to put that into place so that we could review our energy practices, try to reduce our carbon footprint by the year 2025. We established the Eastside Recycling Center. We purchased a former sand quarry that could have become a, a gated community, but now it's the True Blood Lake and Recreation Area, an amenity that all can enjoy, but it's also part of conservation. K-12 education is, is so critical and we need to fund education, uh, fully fund education, because we've relied on teachers pulling money out of their pocket to educate all of our children. We've used, used uh, you know, a lot of internet uh, methods to try and support purchasing things like calculators. calculators. So we need to um, revisit the state budget and make sure that education is a high priority. Another part of economic development, rather than giving a $20 million tax break to things like the big box Apple. Let's spread that tax incentive out across the state to urban and rural economies, small to medium-sized business, so that economic activity is happening throughout the state of Iowa. Continuing on with clean energy, you know, we need to revisit the master matrix and fully staff the Department of Natural Resources and give them the directive that you will enforce the law and make sure that those that are polluting are uh, paying the penalty because we need to clean up our waterways. We've got to be able to drink clean water and breathe clean air. I'm going to talk about a diverse and welcoming Iowa and uh, we've got Iowans from all over the world here. We, uh, Governor Ray, former Republican, welcomed people from Southeast Asia to our state and now their children and grandchildren are part of the contributing part of our state. And we've got people here from African countries and Latin America and some of them don't have citizenship but they are working in factories, they're working on farms, uh, they are carpenters, roofenders, roofers. We need to make sure that they are welcome, try and fight efforts uh, through litigation or uh, executive order in the governor's office to not support those types of activities at the, at the federal level. I'm going to close uh, continuing on with this welcoming, inclusive Iowa. Uh, as, as mayor um, and as a city council member, I helped introduce a resolution against racial profiling. We've got folks in the LGBTQ community that don't feel that they are welcoming, uh, being welcomed to the state. We've got folks in rural Iowa that feel like Des Moines has forgotten about them. I will make investments in all of those areas, making sure that 
uh, we are neighbors helping neighbors because diversity and inclusion is important, but it's also about creating a sense of opportunity and belonging that's consistent with the Iowa that we know and love. If you agree with these, please vote for me. Join us, and together, let's be Iowa. Thank you.